Travis, what, are you what? thinking what I'm thinking? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's pants um, him. Let's yeah. pants him. Hi, I'm Monty, and I'm Weisenheimer. Hi, I'm Teresa. I'm a Weisenheimer. Hey, I'm Cohen, and I'm a Weisenheimer too. <laughs> and uh, and on this episode, uh, we're uh, joined by an old friend of mine, um, a. Uh, a commercial producer, an indie documentarian. Is that how you documentarian? That's the word, right? I, I prefer filmmaker because I don't oh. specialize in just the documentary genre. Oh my god! Way to uh, that makes it even more pretentious. I love it. Uh, right. And uh, good guy and dad. Uh, my old college friend Brian Boy. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Um, Hi, I'm Brian. I'm a guest of the Weisenheimers. There you go. Oh, That's how you do nice. it. That's how you do Thanks. it. Uh, all right. I appreciate it. You're a filmmaker. So uh, I know that you are. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit. You've got uh, the film that I I think I backed on Kickstarter. Was it Kickstarter? It feels like it was forever ago. Uh, yeah. Kickstarter, not Indiegogo. Yeah. Kickstarter right. was um, where I launched um, kind of the beginning. So. It's a film called Famous Last Words. It's a it's a feature length ninety minute documentary that explores what happens when you have a conversation with a person for the very last time, whether you know it or not, and then for some reason or another, that person is no longer in your life. Um, it kind of started off as like what happens if somebody wanders off or disappears. But as I kind of went through the process of it, a lot of the people, a lot of the stories I was gathering were like sudden death stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it very quickly kind of turned into um, how people deal with grief and, um, you know, what was said in a last conversation and, um, you know, how, how it affected your life because of it. Because every one of us has loss or will have loss. Um, and so, you know, I kind of had my origin story and that's kind of how I shared that. And that's how we kind of went through the process of, of talking to these nine people. So, um yeah, so uh, Monty and I had a friend at Hastings College. His name was Bill Rundle, who was like one of my three best friends. And uh, we uh, we went on a road trip to Chicago and back from Omaha and uh, had sang the national anthem at the Chicago White Sox game with a group of guys. And we drove back overnight. It was like 36 hours to Chicago and back. Dropped Bill off at his at his Jeep in Lincoln, and I said, hey, buddy, I haven't seen you in a while. We'll catch up next week. We'll shoot, We'll drink some beers. We'll shoot the breeze. I said, I miss you. I love you. I gave him a hug. We went our separate ways, and I never, ever saw him again. So I was really fortunate, though, that the last thing I ever said to Bill was, I love you. And then about a, a month and a half later, Bill and a, a friend of his were at a, at a car wreck, um, it was like the biggest story in South Central Nebraska for the summer. Um, and they couldn't find the the wreck. Like, they disappeared. They were missing persons for two years. There was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, it was wow. nuts. And so eventually, um, because of a drought in the summer, uh, they found Bill's Jeep in, like, a little runoff pond next to a cattle lot. And that's how we discovered where Bill and Tracy were. So that was kind of always like the film I wanted to make was, you know, exploring what happens if if you get a chance to say goodbye or if you don't. And how do you how do you deal with that 
there. So it was a, a four year journey of kind of talking to people and getting their stories and then piecing it together and then kind of coming to grips with my own, you know, my own story with Bill and, you know, our own mortality. And um, it, it turned into a, a really, really great project that I think is, you know, the people that have seen it, uh, it, it really sparks a conversation that they have um, with with their family, you know, to, you know, you, Teresa, you could go to the store and be like, I'm going to run and go pick up some milk and some Velveeta cheese. I'll be back in 20 and that's it. Like, so it's, that's what, that's the lesson you learn is you always want to make sure, you know, I've always been a big, like, I love you type person. So it, that's kind of the, the overarching story is that you never know when it's over. I don't mean to make light of this, but did you just wish death on me? <laughs> because you either, just said, you just either. called me out. You said, Teresa, yeah. you could yeah. go well, and get milk and Velveeta. By disappearing or and then, Velveeta. boom, you're gone. Yours is, yours is more likely like an abduction or an auto accident. Monty and Cohen are very more likely like sudden cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah, never, the, the I've never felt on this Zoom call is, is so targeted and yet so correctly targeted. That yeah. is spot on. Also, I mean, let's just looking at the, uh, just looking at the faces in this, uh, the Skype. Uh, we also very well could be the reason you get abducted. Honestly, let's we we look like we might have a cult in our backyard uh, where we keep people in cages. That's a truth. And I think we should be very wary of what we're doing. At any point, we could be swooped in uh, and picked up by the FBI. <laughs> you have to be um, careful that, like, your Facebook or Twitter posts don't quickly turn into manifesto. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 So now so now the people in your in your film, um, I since I haven't seen it, have, are there um, half and half like. Because I imagine it would depend on how close you were to the person. Um, if they said, I love you, you know, or if they said something that they regretted. Was it a, a mixture of people who, oh, I was in a fight with so-and-so and they'd passed or they, you know, disappeared. Or I said, I love you and I'm at peace. Was there a thread like that? Yeah. Um, and, and there's really kind of three acts to the whole thing. Uh, the first act is really like it will. Those are like the super sad stories. Like they will rip your heart out. Um, one of them is a friend of mine whose husband committed suicide, um, you know, and it was strange. Another one was um, this young man who was like young and gay in small town, Missouri, and he had a boyfriend and uh, they were just, you know, teenagers in love. And then he says, and then my boyfriend started hitting me. So then it turned into like this abusive relationship and it turned into F-bombs and I never want to see you again and I never want you in my life. And then an auto accident. Um, so the first half will get you. It will gut you. Um, the second act is uh, I found some stories from Joplin, from the Joplin Tornadoes and met the mother of a man who was like a pizza delivery driver. He, he was in one of the armed forces. He was driving his delivery truck. Uh, and when the tornadoes were happening, he was in the store. He helped get like 13 people into the into the walk-in cooler, helped save all these people's lives. And as he was closing the door, got swept away. Oh but the conversation God. he had with his but the conversation he had with his mom just prior was, you know, I'm getting to see my kid more. You know, I went fishing the other day. I had a really great conversation with God. I'm really at peace with myself. I really like where I am right now. Things are looking up. 
you know, and that was the story there. Um, so that, that was a really, really good one. And then the final act is, is where like, it's, it's like the happy ending. It's a photographer friend of mine who was like a long-term alcoholic and, um, he finally got sober and his mom was in, had, you know, uh, cancer, I believe, and was on her last, last hours. And, and he was supposed to go be like a guest speaker at an AA meeting. And, um, she, he's like, well, mom, I'm going to cancel on the meeting, uh, you know, cause I'm going to be here with you. And she's like, no, you'll go like, you'll go and you'll go, you'll go tell your story and you'll share your story and I'll be waiting for you when you come back. And he got back and he spent about five minutes with her and she looked to the ceiling and put her hand on her chest and said, oh my, and was gone. Hmm. And then the other one was, and it's my favorite part of it. There's a, a singer, actor, performer uh, named Aaron McGrain, who's amazing. If you've seen Up in the Air, she is uh, George Clooney's next door neighbor that's in there for like one scene. Um, prior to that, she had like a corporate gig at Sprint and she was miserable and she didn't like it. And um, her mom, she's like, what do I do? And she's like, I don't know. She, her mom says, you know take advantage of, of the time that you have. And, and she's like, well, I don't know. I have this job. I have to stay safe. And her mom gets sick. And she said, you know, Aaron, I always wanted to go to Europe. Um, your dad and I scrimped and saved and scrimped and saved. And one year we'd say we'd do it and we'd wait till the next year. And then we didn't have the money for it. And all of a sudden your dad left me and now I'm dying and I've never been to Europe. So she said, don't be afraid to do the things that will make you happy. And that was like one of the last real conversations Aaron had with her mom and it changed her life. She quit her quit her job. She started acting. She started modeling. She's in a successful like cabaret um, duo where she plays ukulele, and her now husband uh, plays guitar, and they're phenomenal. And they tour, and it's and it's all because of this last conversation she had with her mom that said, you know, go do it. Like don't be afraid to live. And that's that's kind of the overarching message is is to tell the people that you love each other, and time is fleeting. So go get it That's on a very nice. special so, episode. Yeah. Of, <laughs> so how does, how does one see this movie? Like, yeah. is it available to watch somewhere? Yeah. Um, you know what? A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, I posted it on my YouTube page for free. Um, there's a Vimeo page. I don't even know if my website still runs anymore, but I will tell you what I can do is I'll, uh, send you guys the link and then maybe post yeah. it in show notes. Absolutely. We'll post it. I've got hard, I've got like 200 DVDs in the, in the thing behind me. If anybody still has a DVD player, just oh, yeah. reach out to me. And, do you have anything uh, on 35 mil? No. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, do you have any, any beta tapes? Oh yeah. There's so much better quality. You know what I'm I I I legit I legit do I actually do. Okay, sold. So yep. they asked. They asked. <laughs> um, I definitely wanted to talk about the film. I really definitely wanted to talk about the film. But you said you're a filmmaker, which means that that means you've made uh, more than just that. You've helped out. You've done things. I know you were really big in Kansas City's community of independent filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Let talk talk to me a little bit about that so that the transition to your embarrassing story isn't directly after an <laughs> uplifting message about loving each other <laughs> yeah. and always following your dreams. Uh, so, yeah. So um, I was in Nebraska until like the early 2000s. Um, and then my wife and I moved down here to Kansas City. I've been in like video production, 
radio and advertising, you know, in some capacity since I left the old Hastings College. Go Broncos. Um, and, they don't teach uh, that anymore, you know. What? They don't teach they any still, of that anymore. They still do great day to be a Bronco, though, right? Yeah, well, that, yeah, that, that's fine. But they don't teach any of the things that we went to school for. They don't teach Oh. Oh no, like yeah. the theory of what we what we do, yes, but like there was no Final Cut Pro when we were there. Good God. No. No. Um so anyhow, uh so I get down to Kansas City. I'm desperately trying to find work. Um fortunately Kansas City is a really uh it's a really active hub for video productions and commercials. We've got, you know, Sprint here and a lot of great production companies. Um, and I was just trying to reach out and network. And at one point, somebody said, well, we should go to these meetings called the Independent Filmmakers Coalition. So I go to this meeting. It's at this, you know, coffee house theater and I meet a bunch of people and kind of I nobody had ever told me that people made short films. Like I grew up in a town of 250 people in Nebraska. Like that wasn't a thing that people did. I had no idea. And so, you know, I, I got to my first meeting and I was like, well, you know, I write these scripts and they fizzle out after like five pages. And the guys that I met were like, turn it into a short film. And I went, oh, shit, that makes sense. Like, OK, I'll do that. And like 15 years later, here we are. So um, the Independent Filmmakers Coalition has been, um, you know, just crucial in kind of my journey to uh, becoming a, a filmmaker. I've done uh Many documentaries and comedic shorts and musicals. I did a um, a fake touring Broadway review of Bon Jovi uh, music called uh, Bon Jovi the Musical, uh, <laughs> which uh, if I ever got money could actually pull off. There's a story there. It's a love story between Tommy and Gina from Living on a Prayer and the rock star from Wanted Dead or Alive. Uh, there's a giant pile of cocaine. There's a Corvette. And um, at one point we had the... Kansas City Fire Department called on us because our smoke machine set off the alarm in the building we were shooting at. So that was a good one. Um, I did I question uh, though. You didn't go with slippery when wet. Well, um, it's a it's a there's a lot of songs across the the BJ. Uh, I, I, I'm just saying if I was going to make a Bon Jovi musical, I would call it slippery when wet, not Bon Jovi the musical. I'm just look. This just a note. It's just a note. I'm just a note. Okay, saying I. Understood. I got it. I, when I, when I, I write I the you. check to produce this, I'm just saying okay. this is one of my caveats. Okay. <laughs> well, and the whole thing started with I just wanted to do like uh, the big finale number where people were like, we got to hold on to what we've got in New Jersey. And then like, no, 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 no. And just like bouncing and like deep, like. <sighs> heavy breathing as they like not in a Nas for like five minutes. So um, that was kind of the origin of it. And uh, we figured that out. I did. There's a lot of like music in a lot of my things. I did a, um, you remember the no hate campaign from a couple of years ago, the PSA campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did one called um, no hate Nickelback um, oh. because. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And and people will say I secretly love Nickelback, but no, Nickelback is the antithesis of Bon Jovi. I I fucking hate uh, Nickelback uh, <laughs> with a fire of a million suns going supernova. Uh, but what I did was I took it and I kind of staged it like no like no hate, but it was like strippers who were advocating for Nickelback because Nickelback writes songs about <laughs> strippers for strippers. 
Nickelback gives them uh, dirty ideas for choreography. I like your dirt around your pants around your legs. I like the dirt that's on your knees. You know, like Nickelback is like prime stripping music. And so it was just a uh, stripper saying, you know, without Nickelback, you know, we wouldn't have music to dance to. They're like Canada's greatest prod, uh, you know, export short of, you know, uh, Pamela Anderson and Evangeline Lilly. So, you know, they're right up there, you know, Alan Thicke, Justin Bieber, Nickelback. So, <laughs> so that's kind of, that was that one. And that was, uh, that was a fun one too. And then I've done, you know, a lot of kind of silly things. We do like a 10 hour movie making challenge here in Kansas city called the one night stand where you write, shoot, edit and screen a film in one day in 10 hours. And oh, it's, wow. it's, it's fun. It, it's helps to, you know, have people like you guys that are ready to like, improv a thing right away if you got a couple ideas and then you just go and it's madness and it's it's really really fun that sounds like the best uh i it was funny uh when i first moved here uh i saw an advertisement for actors and they were doing a 24-hour movie right and so i you know like very cautiously on facebook i'm like i'm an i'm an actor and blah 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 and they're like great we will call you on this day and tell you where to go and then no one called me, which I assume is because everyone saw a picture of me and was like, no, thank you. We do not need that person. Uh, You're a uh, character actor, Monty, is what it is. What a very nice way of saying a chubby person. That's great. I'm very Brian Dennehy. I'm really working that angle. Ooh, um, I, by can, that, I, I mean see dead. that for you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. by that I'm in, I mean dead. <laughs> um, well, Brian, you sound like the coolest person we've ever had on the show, but I bet you you weren't always the coolest person we've ever had on the show. I'm sure there's been a time when something's happened. Maybe something that makes you cringe. Maybe something that you're, I don't know, embarrassed about. I'd like to hear about that embarrassment if I could. I'd like to hear too. Hey, I'd like to hear as well. Well, you know, when when I was approached by Monty on the idea of joining you here for It Could Be Worse, you know, think of an embarrassing story and Really, there's just one. There's just one that traumatized me to the point to where nothing will ever embarrass me as much as that fateful day in 1987. So I'd like you guys to time travel back to 1987 with me. Uh, Done. Guns N' Roses is uh, very popular. Um, <laughs> we are in small town in uh, south central Nebraska. My high school uh, graduating class was like 41 people. It was a consolidated school, so a very small school. I had uh, just come over from my hometown and joined this new school. It's seventh grade. Uh, seventh grade Brian weighs about 93 pounds and decides to join the junior high football team. Knowing nobody, but just trying to make friends and be a part of the team in a new school. So a couple of weeks into junior high football practice, I'm changing after practice. Um, and just out of nowhere, uh, as I'm changing, I have on a pair of athletic socks and an athletic supporter. And uh, two of the larger football players just kind of scooped me up under my arms and tossed me out the locker room door. Which, wow. Uh, okay, cruel. Right. Yeah. Uh, but not necessarily 
completely embarrassing until I turned and realized that the 7th and 8th grade volleyball team was in the van right next to the door to the locker room. So as I desperately tried to get back into the locker room, uh, they got the full show. And 1987, 7th uh, grade, 93-pound Brian was not the self-loving, uh, own-your-body, uh, embrace your curves gentleman that I am now. Uh, no, it was horrifying. And uh, the nickname Jockey uh, followed me for uh, about the rest of my seventh grade year. The only thing that really kind of took its place the following year was when I got a perm in the front. Oh, right. You know, guys were getting tight perms in the back. I got one in the front. Like that the Richard Marks perm? Yeah, yeah, like perm and then like blow dry. Oh, and, God. Uh, feathered. Yeah, um, that took some of the heat off of the the earlier trauma. But uh, yeah, um, seventh grade football team uh, thrown outside in my jockstrap is the trauma that uh, haunted me for years and has allowed me to never be embarrassed ever again. So let me ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, I'm assuming this was early in the season. Was this yeah, like, like September? The, right. That is an accurate statement, sir. Okay. So seventh grade boys, small town. You probably went to the swimming hole more than a couple of times that summer. You were probably working a pretty good farmer's tan, I would say, right? Yeah, I did do a lot of roguing that summer. Right. So therefore you're really deep, dark Nebraska farm boy tan on the legs that kind of ends right where that all that business starts. Stark yeah. white, almost blinding. I'm right, just trying yeah. to paint a picture here. Would they even be able to tell that you were wearing an athletic supporter? And, and Teresa, do you know what a, an athletic supporter looks like? I think so. Like, like okay, your like butt, your but, your yeah. like your buttocks is hanging out. There's like a strap underneath your butt and a strap above your butt. So like it's like underwear, but like the butt cut out. Yeah, exactly. Right. It is like right. underwear with the butt cut out. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And in the Co front, in the front, it's like full, like it's like covered a up. Piece. Yeah. Right. It's like it's it's like a triangle pocket. Yeah, because okay. that's where your cup goes. Okay. Right. Like your cup in like a little. So you pouch. You, yeah, you put okay. your you put your uh, your stuff in that little pouch. You, it's a you know a little nice little pouch for everything goes inside there. The cup is a to hold everything in place. Yeah. It's very and popular in gay porn too. The, right, the gay yeah. the. Oh yeah. well, just you should have yeah. led with you should have yeah, led right. with that. Right. Well, yeah. I did okay. say it was like a dance belt, and I think that's pretty much self-explanatory. Well, that's yeah. not, but it's okay. okay. It's a little different. All right. Oh. Um. So you had socks, and mm -hmm. and your jock strap on socks and a jock that's that's it so and you said one van or there were multiple vans to the best of my recollection it was just one van but it was packed full of girls 15 it was packed full of girls seventh and eighth so, team. so these upperclassmen that threw you out the door was this one of those doors that locked from the outside or did they hold the door or were you able like how i'm sure it felt like an eternity uh, to seventh grade Brian's um, internal time clock. But how long were you out there and were you able to get right back in or was the door locked? I mean, there was a delay. Uh, 
I can't necessarily say it was locked, but I would imagine uh, the two guys that tossed me grabbed it because I know there was a struggle uh-huh. um, to get back in. And um, yeah, it was probably a good, in real time, a good 20 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, but 20 seconds at a new school with your scrawny 93 pound uh, supported uh, buttocks hanging out uh, was not a, not a, not a healthy thing for right. me. And and to be fair, your butt wasn't 93 pounds. Your whole body was 93 yeah. pounds, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's probably Great. like two pounds right. of the 93. You know, you got to figure a pound of cheek, maybe. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm picturing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Brian yeah. kind of has a pancake house, so I'm not. I think maybe, maybe only half a pound a cheek. Well, really honest. Maybe then. You know, 1987, Brian. Then, yeah, maybe. But you know, now 2020, 2020 boy is Lizzo. You know, yeah. Lizzo friendly and <laughs> loving it. So when you when you did get back in the locker room, did they start giving you the ration of shit then, or did it? Were they pretty much over it, and then it kind of word got out and then it blew up from there. Yeah, it was more of like the silent treatment and then um you know a day or two later like the the story had spread. Did did the girls give you the jockey nickname or did the boys give you the jockey nickname? I The the guys out, the guys. Yeah, did. the guys definitely did. But they but the girls played along. Were the girls embarrassed or were the girls laughing? And when you say a van, approximately how many people are in a van? Um, Those were a lot of questions. So the number gr- of people were the, and then were the girls laughing? Yeah, the girls definitely got a giggle out of it because it would have been funny Hilarious. to me had I been that, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure, uh, Teresa, in seventh grade, you were never a mean girl. So you would have ne- never... I'm not one now. I mean, I just, it just is never, I've never had a mean bone in my body. Bone in your body. (laughs) Giggity. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably like one of those 15 passenger extended vans, you know, the one where there's only like, you know, three seat belts for everybody and you all have to kind of jam in there. Right. You know, seating. Yep. Right. Yeah. The Mormon family would, uh, would arrive in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, in that like area, they would be Mennonites. Color. Well, yeah. 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 Primary color of the school with the logo on the door and then, you know, I'm missing a hubcap maybe. Right. And the logo had yep. been there for like 15 years. So it's kind of half, okay. half off. So, you know, you would say like the Bronx instead of the Broncos. I've been a Bronco my whole life, Monty. So I did not know that. Tender. There you go. And did you ever eat at Broncos? <laughs> no. No, I did not. Okay, then you're not really a Bronco for life. Um, so then um, I've got another question. Why did they let you back in? How did you get back in? Like, were you crying? Were you yelling? Were yeah, you... I was definitely yelling. I would imagine they probably just felt sorry for me because there was no, like, coach that went, damn it, Krzyzewski. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, were, were there were there authority figures? I assume that van had a driver that was an authority figure, unless they just locked the volleyball team in there and then went for a smoke break. It was '87. That's doable. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, Not yeah. that I recall. As to the best of my knowledge, there were no authority figures in any capacity anywhere. Oh, 
because there was no fallout in, of any anything that involved anybody ever being punished. I miss mm-hmm. the 80s so goddamn much. I mean, and, was... and I will also say the trauma of this event forced me to go into comedy because, Monty, I'm sure you can you can relate. If they're not laughing at you, they're laughing at you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yep. if they're not laughing oh, with yeah. you, they're laughing at you, yes. Right, right. right. So yeah. that's why I make com- you... comedy films that are about Nickelback that go over their heads because they're too dense to understand it, and it's right. all a part of my way of being like, ha-ha, I win. I've got two regional Emmy Awards on my shelf, and you still work at the co-op. Mm-hmm. I get it, so... <laughs> So, yeah, this is your coping mechanism. I, 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 uh, I understand that one hundred percent. So, was this the only the only incident, um, or did they continue to kind of haze you throughout the year, or you kind of took your lick that one time and then they kind of laid off you? You know, the, after that, it was mostly just verbal harassment than anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. There were no other incidents that I recall until the perm in '88, which. Um, which took me uh, a good five or six years of dating my uh, girlfriend, then fiance, then wife, to show her the pictures of that. Very few photos exist of the perm. That's really, I think you bring that on yourself, though. I think the perm is that self-inflicted. No, um, I totally, yeah, that was yeah. me. So, okay, so just to be clear, the, the, the guys who did this to you did not get a Saturday detention where they met uh, a creepy girl and fell in love. No, they were both uh, jock stud athletes, and um, okay, there wasn't a troublemaker who met a princess and a nerd that wrote a a preamble for all of this. That that never happened as a part of this. No, they did not form a kind of a club of any kind. No, No. okay, there were no butt cheeks taped together. No, I got you. So this is just no one. No one brought a flare gun. No one. Okay, Uh butt cheeks exposed. Not as bad as butt cheeks. I'm just making a note of this in my, my notes yep. here. Okay. Uh, do we do we have all the information that we think we need? I think uh, so. I think so. I think okay. so yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, now we now we have some stretch. other questions. Yeah, bit of a stretch for Teresa. She'll have to think back to '87 uh, before she was born. Um, I'll just have to like what I've seen in movies and stuff. Yeah, you should Google it. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm just gonna yeah go off off of memory like what I've seen in movies. Okay. Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, that's yeah. Per- yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Teresa, yeah. Uh, you want to you ask the next set of questions? Yes. Thanks, Monty. I was actually going to. Um, so, um, here's then the next set of questions. Would you like to be a part of this? Would you like to be a part of this retelling, or would you like to just sit back and listen? You know, while I feel like I might have the chops to keep up with you guys, I, you I feel I feel like I feel like I just need to let let you Weisenheimer all over me. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And then um, second question, follow up question, if you will, who would you like to portray you in this retelling? Well, I feel like Monty knows closer to the nerd that was that guy. Yeah. Because, A, Monty was that nerd, I'm sure. Uh, And I feel like Cullen, you know, with his beard, probably could jock it up a little bit. I feel like like he could be that. um, You know, I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve the fame. That's right. Uh, That's right. 
that now bald veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you know who you are, Shashevsky. So what you're yeah. saying is he went to veterinary school? <laughs> okay. All well, right. he played football at the University of Wyoming. That's how uh, how oh, talented he was. Go Cowboys for for By like the way, one year. Cullen also looks like he might be an almond brother. So that's. <laughs> Just I'm saying. from the 70s, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh okay, yeah, no. I'll uh, I'll be uh, I'll be 7th grade Brian. Uh that'll work out just fine, I think. I'm going uh, to top uh, off my cocktail here yes, so that I should. Act, get a good cry on as this happens. Yeah, and enjoy it because it'll be the last cocktail you'll, you'll ever have to drink in order to cope with hearing this story because right. this is going right. to heal you. I'm so as we, excited. We ever did if we ever did a part two with uh, eighth grade Brian and a perm, I could play that role because I, too, uh, cut all my hair off uh, and then did the tight perm in the top front for uh, no apparent reason uh, whatsoever. Did you uh, not know about school. mullets? I just had, oh, a... I had a mullet. I had a mullet and a rat tail first, but mm-hmm. then I decided it would look really cool to like shave all of my head except for the top and then have like a tight perm. Did you, uh, that... did you bleach it? Uh, no, no. Okay, I, you I didn't did go, go full, full Bosworth full, full on t- it? Full Timberlake, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Okay. Well, well, they, well, and like all the guys in, in in my school had taken their mullets and rat tails and then permed it in the back. That was the look. Oh, right? yeah. The tight, the little tight kind of almost Jerry Curl look in the back. I went the other way. I went kind of uh, ducky and yep. uh, did not succeed. Did you all have an inspiration? Because when you're saying this, the only thing that comes is like Elda Barge or Morris Day from the time. Like, I'm trying to think of see, exactly like even, you said, a jerry curl. Even no, that's uh, more like a wave. I mean, this is like a tight, like, like yeah, I it's did Richard mine. Marks, guys. It's Richard right. Marks. Right. Yeah, it's, there it's very Richard off, Marks. Uh, my my inspiration girl, was so. mom said, you should get a perm. And I went, okay. And I went to my small town hairdresser and said, mom said I should do a perm. And she went, okay. And that's how I got a perm in the front. Jesus huh. Christ. All right. Yeah. Well. I uh I just got a flat top. That's what I did. All right. And you kept that look for a long a long long time. Long time. Long time. See, my mom never let me get a flat flat top or a flop, but she let me get a perm and a well, rat tail. Okay. Hold on. You know what? I'm gonna message your mom after we're done and we're gonna work that out. That's okay, yeah. Tell her I said hi. Okay. Yeah. I will. All right. Okay. Uh, I think we're ready. Uh-huh. <sighs> That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running. All right, you assholes. Uh, I want you to get uh, showered up and make sure you pick up the locker room, okay? You got to okay, coach. Just... You're, okay. you're in seventh grade now, so pick up after your damn self. I don't want to be picking up sweat socks and stinky jocks. I got yeah. plans tonight. You got it. You got it, Coach. I'm just, I'm just gonna be over here listening to Mr. Brownstone, cause that's my jam. And I'm gonna change my my jock strap and my things, cause You're, I'm a super dude. You got it, Kevin. Whew. Call me Shashevsky. I'm Shashevsky to you. You got it, Shashevsky. You can call hey, me. Hey, Chef. Hey, Chef. Yeah, what's up? You looked real good out there today. You keep that shit up. You're, you're going to start up there in Wyoming. You keep that shit up there. Wyoming, they, they got some scouts out there. I hear they're coming down to see us. You think I, you think I could make Wyoming? 
I think so, Chef. I think you got it in you. Damn. Okay, that's that's cool. That's, that's cool. A, that's that... a D1 school. Whew. Oh, that's not Nyack. Just oh, I'm just gonna take hey. off this Batman '89 T-shirt I'm wearing. Woo! Underneath my pads. Hey, oh. hey, hey, Brian. Why don't you go ahead and get 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 undressed and get ready to take a shower? Guys, just call me. Call me. Uh, call me boy. That doesn't. Well, that doesn't round. That doesn't seem. Just call me boy. Doesn't seem cool either. Uh, Brian's fine. Yeah, Brian's fine. Ah. Uh, no. Whew, I am hot. Yeah, let me let me take off these uh, these. Uh, oh boy, hey, when the sh- pants stick to you, you know what I mean. Do you guys, you guys, uh, do you do you sleep in between two days too? Is it just me? I woke up with like a terrible cramp. Coach is right. You should really eat bananas. Whew. Okay, I'm just gonna. Why did mom give me the smallest towel? It's just such a small towel, but I got Irish Spring. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hit the showers, guys. <laughs> Let's get hey, in hey, there, hey, huh? Hey, wait, hey, wait, 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 hey, Mark, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Right. What do you guys grab? Oh, you grab one. You grab one. What are you doing? You're doing hey, 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 that door is up. That's a one-way door. Oh my god! This is not funny, guys. This is not funny. This that's a fire door. I'm really, honestly surprised there wasn't an alarm that went off or anything like. Uh, what is that? An engine running that I hear? What is that? Oh, is that an eighty? Oh god, my Becky. god, look at that butt. It is just so big. It's like round. It's out there. I mean, gross. Look. No, no, no. no, no. That, that sounds mine. like a Chevy the one, Streamliner. Is it? The one that's out the window. Look. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god. Becky. It looks like it, it looks like cottage cheese and pantyhose oh, spinning around. Don't turn around. Don't turn around and show them the erection. Do not. Turn around. Oh my god, he just turned around and showed us his erection. Why would he do that? Is that an erection? Oh my my god. I think Uh, it's just an Audi belly button. Guys, look, look, it's just. That makes sense. I'm sorry. It's it's the same as math class last week. Uh, Could one of you. Could one of you. Could one of you. Could one of you. (laughs) Let me just use my radio voice. Could one of you go in and uh, tell the coach that I need to be let in the. There's no doorknobs on this store. <laughs> yeah, we can totally do that. But why don't you first do a little dance for us, little what? butt bitch? What? That's what we're going to call you now, dance. butt bitch. Well, uh, yeah, uh, what kind bitch. of, like, uh, <laughs> okay, here's uh, the here's bat dance. Right, is that? No, this is too early for that. Uh, uh, Are you from the future? <laughs> Sorry. Two years ahead of us. Sorry, here, here's the music I listen to when I watch Guns N' Roses on MTV, which still plays music. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh my god he's trying to do the axel rose oh, sway he thing. just swayed this... from side to side and he yeah, can't even do that gonna, oh there's not front to back instead of side to side there is not yeah. enough support in this athletic supporter i am really why are you going here. front to back it's side to side what oh i'm doing the snake i'm doing the oh no Look, if you guys, uh, if you guys wouldn't mind opening the door, that would be great. Okay, you know, I know, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have to cover up with something. Uh, here, let me just, here, I'll just cover up with this. Look now, okay, look, I've covered up. Okay, I've covered up. All right. What? How did you cover up? What did you cover up with? Yeah, I just, I, I just, even... I just grabbed this. Uh, oh, oh, great. This. Uh, 
This memorial plaque from the class of 1968. It's in memory of all the students who died in Vietnam. Damn it. Ah, uh, let me just put this back. Uh, you know what? My mom was talking about that. That's so weird. And she, she says it's important to tell people that you love them because uh, you never know. Like, you never know when you might, like, never see him again, you know? Uh, Becky. Like, that, it Be really touched me. Becky, Trish, uh, I'm getting, first of all, the you guys are the only members of the 7th and 8th grade volleyball team, and I think that's why we've got such a poor, poor record. Wow. I mean. Wow. You two are. Okay, give me that, no, give me that plaque. No. Give me that yeah. plaque. Give me that we plaque. were just on the bus because we were waiting for the opposing team to come in and we were going to do a scrimmage with the, the, the team from across town. And oh, look, oh, look, here, here they come. Oh, my God, look how big their team is. They've got seven buses that are full of, oh, they got their booster club with them. They're all coming over uh, here. Look. Uh, uh, hey, guys. Oh, is that the end? Oh, wait, hold on. That's whole. Oh, no. That's just, that's, oh, that's Adam Central. Oh, God. Oh, hi. Hey, um, adults. adults. <laughs> hey, hey, look at this little skinny 93 pound soaking wet asshole out here. Oh, <laughs> guys, you guys, uh, you're adults. Go Ravens. Oh, you guys, Bron Broncos for life. Bron Buck and Broncos for life. We're the, we're the, uh, we're the Bronco. Could somebody, could somebody let me in? I'll be honest with you. The sun is, be I'm beginning to get a little pink. I'm getting a little pink. Uh, this, these parts. What the hell is going on out Oh, coach, thank Brian? God. Yeah. Brian, what in the hell are you doing out here? I don't, I look, I don't, I don't, I'm not a tattle coach. I just, a couple of my uh, teammates tossed me out here. And um, as you can see, the volleyball team saw me. And so did the opposing team and their boosters. And I think that's right, Bob Carey. I think that's Bob Carey. I'm not sure. All right, son. I want I want you to be honest with me. I want you to tell me exactly who did this to you i need you i need you I, to be honest look I can, this is a safe space and uh i want to bring these boys uh to justice so please tell me okay. the names of the people that did this to you it was uh kevin <clears throat> kevin shashevsky and uh, uh -huh. and travis uh Bolinsky, because this is central nebraska so it's you know it's going to be like a german or like a polish name it's probably so it was, both. Uh, it was Chef and Travis. Is that what you're telling it's me? It's Chef and Trav. Yes, it was Chef and Trav. All right, hold on, son. Chef, Trav, get over here. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, coach? Hey, what's up, Brian? Can we do this inside, I'm though? Um, I'm just sitting here. Now, now, hold on, son. This is important. I want everybody to see what's happening here. Uh, everyone can see. That's the problem. Chef, uh, Travis. Uh, yes, coach. Hey, Brian, I want you to stand, stand, uh, stand straight, stand tall. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Quit trying to cover up. But it's I still, I still oddly have the erection, and I don't know why. <laughs> Chef, it got uh, actually Travis, worse uh, when you arrived. <sighs> Brian, Brian, no, no one, no me, one can tell. Brian just told me that uh, you, uh, you put him out here. Is that, uh, is that correct? What? I, I would never do such a thing to a fellow teammate. This is this is a culture of cooperation and support, and I would never dream of doing such a thing, Coach. 
Now, Chef, this is a safe space. I need you to be honest with me because if you're lying, then I don't know. How, I don't know if I can start a liar. I want you to be honest with me. Absolutely. Did you, did, I would. Did you do it? No, I would never dream of doing he's, such he's a thing. Literally I holding would. my my Ghostbusters T-shirt in his hands. I. No, I'm I'm holding a Batman 1998 shirt in my hand. Remember, okay. Dick? I will go in there and I will rewind that beta machine and I will watch the security camera that we have in the boys' locker room. Don't why ask you? me why they're in there, why? but I will go in there and watch. So basically, I have why? video proof of this. I'm just looking is, for an admission. Why is the erection harder? I don't understand now. Uh, now, Brian, can we just go it, inside? Just, just be quiet. No, this is important. I Chef, wish Travis I would say something. You, I wish son. I wish Travis would talk for a minute. I wish you'd shut up, Brian. Uh, yeah, Coach. Uh, yeah, it was me and Chef. Me and Chef, we did it. All right, boys. I want you to high five me because this little piece of shit here just ratted you out. All right. Oh, that's not a good teammate, there, is it? Oh boys? God. N no, it's All not. Right, Brian. Brian, I want you to go into the middle of the uh, middle of the field right now. Oh. I want you on the fifty-yard line in five seconds. Go! Is Move it, it, Brian! Is, it, is this too late to join choir? God. Damn All right, it, Chef Trav, I want you to go in and get the rest of the boys from the team and uh, and pad up. I need. Uh, I think we're going to do some extra uh, tackle drills. Oh God. On this, uh, our little tackle dummy bitch here, Brian. I can still hear you. Please stop calling. I, I me. think that's a good idea, Coach. Why is everyone calling? Yeah, get me? fully padded up. I want cleats. I want helmets. I want Leeds. everything. Helmets? What? Oh my Hi, God. I I could possibly date. I was thinking about dating Brian, but and then maybe being engaged to him and then being married to him. Um, but I'm not going to anymore because look at him. He's like ridiculous. I don't even have So I'm not doing that. Oh God, he, I didn't even have the perm yet. Oh, all, these boost, all these booster clubs over here. Uh, I want you to fill in. We're going to have a little uh, extra scrimmage over here. Uh, yeah, volleyball girls. Uh, there's extra pads over there in that pile. I want you to go ahead and get suited up. And uh, this is just going to be a good old fashioned tackle Guys, drill I just... with uh, with uh, hey, with jockey here on the fifty yard line, jockey, uh, taking name. taking a hit every five yards. Hey Travis! Hey Travis! 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 Yeah. Travis! Yeah, well, well, Travis! Chef. Travis! What? What? Are you what? thinking what I'm thinking? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's pants um, him. Let's yeah. pants him. Yeah, let's take that baby jock off. Let's take the thimble <laughs> off the pickle. <laughs> let's pants him right when he's in the middle of the of, of the field. Okay. Let's do it. You go. We're doing. You go high. I'll go low, and I'll grab his jock and pull it down. Okay, go. okay. All right, coach. I'm here in the center of the field. All right, is everybody ready? Uh, Chef uh, Trav, you got uh, you got first uh, shots and uh, here we go. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 I got it. You got it. Nice Trav, nice Trav, oh, nice Trav. Wow. Oh. It's Oh, look, I got his only pube in there too when oh, I go. <laughs> God. Oh, Trav, you're the man, Trav. <laughs> oh, man. It's really, can I just say it's cold? It's just, it's cold here. Uh, can I, you know what? I... 45 minutes later. Well, All I right, think, son. I think everyone's I think got you, uh, I think you handled your mess, uh, medicine pretty good. Uh, now I just want you to do, uh, you'll have uh, uh, after school detention uh, for the month of uh, September and October. Because, oh, yeah. uh, uh, no one likes a snitch. You're lucky you didn't get stitches. Uh, great. 
No. And Brian, and Brian, you're you're not going to be able to 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 listen to your music. I don't I don't want to hear any of that living on a prayer business, oh. or uh, or any of that uh, looking for a new love by that Jody Watley lady. I don't I I want to hear none of it. Uh, you're not allowed. All right. Cut to five years later, Brian at his mailbox. Oh. It- it's a letter from Hastings College. It's my acceptance letter. I, I bet. Dear Mr. Boy, I'm afraid you won't be able to become a Bronco. We don't allow snitches at our school. Enclosed is a letter of acceptance from Dana. No! no! So as you can oh, see. God. It could have been. Worse. It could have been a lot worse. So much worse, you guys. So much worse. Yeah. So, so much worse. Oh my god. So much worse. In that I'm alternate sorry, timeline, I'm... I get an extra shift at KHAS because you're not there, <laughs> and I oh almost god. can make enough beer money. Almost. Oh. Sorry, I didn't ask your wife's name, so I couldn't say hi. I'm. You're. I just. Yeah. What's your she wife's doesn't... name? She doesn't want to be associated with me either. <laughs> you guys met at Hastings, right? She's in a we high did. school suite. Yeah, yeah. We actually think we actually think we met at the New Student Days dance. Oh my um, god! Like day one, and then uh, we had to get rid of her actual boyfriend at the time, yeah, and then that uh, happens once he was out of the picture. Murder. Did you? You yeah. killed a man. <laughs> I'm, what were the last words you said to him? Words you said to him. <laughs> I said, do you remember when I said I would not drop you? I laughed. <laughs> I'm a cliff. Are you a farmer? We're here a couple acres. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, that's how small Brian and, and I's uh, college is. There was a fucking high school-like dance at the start of the new school year in which the uh, the freshmen were all paraded in front of the upperclassmen uh, so that you could be judged. And, uh, it was like new, like new convicts in the prison yeah, yard? Yeah, it was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I had a terrible experience that I've uh, related a couple of times, which is uh, there was a set of twins, identical twins. One was happy to dance with me. The other one couldn't understand why this motherfucker kept trying to dance with her. And uh, <laughs> and my dumbass didn't realize they were two different people until I saw them next to each other. And then I went, oh, my God, they're not even wearing the same fucking clothes. <laughs> I was just going to ask if they were dressed alike. Holy shit. <laughs> Not only did they have different clothes, they had different hairstyles, and they didn't like each other very much. Uh, it was a good time. It was a fucking is that Andy and Tina? Yeah, yeah, the Heskett twins. <laughs> what uh, I love to do is when it's shit. their birthday, I will uh, Facebook message them like "Happy birthday to my favorite twin," and then I copy paste and send it to the other one. Right. Oh, that's better than me. I just forward the first one over. <laughs> I just share that to their wall. Here you go. Happy birthday. You don't even get this. So, oh my God! Well, uh, Brian, I hopefully you feel much better about your 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 tiny embarrassment. I mean, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it it you know that's barely anything. Who you know, has... think of all the great things it launched me towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that driving force to show everybody right. you were more than just a tight little ass. 
Every great, uh, okay, that's creepy. I was like 14. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, of you now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every great comedian has uh, pain and sorrow, except Teresa. I'm sure she lived a life of privilege. So, um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. You're gunning that. for me, Brian. I don't know why you're gunning for me. <laughs> well, Colin looks like he might be able to scrap. So, oh, that's the hilarious thing. Cullen looks like he might bounce at a bar, but no, yeah. he does not. No. It's still actually. Just- He's still just a comedian yeah. and an improv actor, and yeah. so yeah, that's inherently, it. That's it. Yeah. and not <laughs> even not even much of that. I'm six <laughs> one and all muscle. Bring it. Let's yeah. go. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hold on all right, a second. Your official it's bio. Me. Me, oh me oh shit! Now I have new trauma. Correct. Sweat socks. Hold on a second. Uh, Teresa, <laughs> we have you listed on the official website as six two. So oh, we have to, oh. Yeah, osteoporosis. <laughs> it's a shame someone so young already has that fragile bone disease. <laughs> and uh, you know what? You I, you're lucky you're in Kansas because well, I'm, just ditching, all, I'm just ditching. I'm just ditching the. I'm in Missouri. Okay. <laughs> I'm in Missouri. Oh right? my God. Educate yourself. That there is Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. Home girl. So wait a minute. You're not even in the. You're not even in Overland Park. You're in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. I'm technically. I'm not going to tell you where I live. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. You you already have. You already yeah. have. Yeah. Boom. Somebody's scared. Right. Yeah. We can, we can we can hear worlds of fun in the background. All right. The guns, the guns are coming out. The guns are coming out. Watch out. Well, Brian, thank you so much uh, so much for joining us. Um, please pay attention when we say uh, these will be the last words we ever say to you. Uh, <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> well, they do. <laughs> Weisenheimer's Podcast. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, wouldn't you enjoy being a part of it as well? Of course you would. I'm sure you've got embarrassing stories. I've seen your Facebook feed. But what if I'm what if I'm nervous and I don't want to be on the podcast, but I have a really good story to share? Ah, huh. oh, that's a good question. What if you just emailed us at info <gasps> at Weisenheimers.com? What's that again? That's info, I-N-F-O, at Weisenheimers.com. W-E-I-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R-S.com. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. It's I'm awesome. going to my iMac. Hopefully, we'll hear your story on a future episode of It Could Be Worse. I think that went really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.